Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Woo! With you on a Saturday evening, that rarest of birds. The Saturday podcast, but it is a Victory Saturday podcast. Thanks for tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors. We're only going to thank two at the beginning here. We'll catch one at the end. Uh, But that's our good friends at College Corner, who if you're not going to buy a brand new maroon and white shirt on Monday, well, buddy, I don't know what to tell you. You need to do that right now, and you can do it and save a lot of money. You go to collegecornerstore.com and buy a gift card. They're still 30% off, so you can buy a $100 gift card for only $70 and then turn that around into brand new maroon and white gear, which I think you're going to need this football season. Advantage Business Systems wants you running your business as efficiently as a Mike Leach offense. And the only way to do that is to give them a call today. They've got the solutions to keep your business running efficiently, whether you need to upgrade your software, hardware, information systems, mailing systems, or if you just need to put some new devices into the, into your business. They have great prices, great service, and great selection for you. So call them today at 844-833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. All right. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Really? Come on. This is this is, this is what we're going to get? This is going to be like this? All right. All right. I can live with that. Was it worth the wait? We'll talk about that in just a moment. <laughs> Before we do anything else, what I have to know, oh, Joel Coleman, oh, man. is what's causing all that. Tell him, Joel. You want to know what's causing all that? Mm. Mike... Freaking leech yeah. is what's causing all of that. All of that. Every bit of that, man. For the last six months, longer than that, from the time I stood at Brian Airfield and you and I yeah. together yeah. made the trek to Brian Airfield, knowing full well, uh, yes, we knew before the national guys, darn it, it'll forever be my journalistic kick in the butt. I didn't break the news. But we stood there, and we waited on Mike Leach to touch down in Starkville. And when he did, but from about the time he got here, the rumblings kind of started. You know, you had national guys here. You had the local kind guys. Of rumblings. Yeah, yeah, the bad kind of rumblings. Yeah. Uh, you had guys asking, oh, you know, that Mike Leach offense, it's worked worked in the Big 12, but they suck at defense. It's worked in the Pac-12, but... That's a Pac-12. That's a different country over there. Is it going to work in the SEC against the the Alabamas, the, the the Georgias, and the defending national champion LSUs? And the answer was resoundingly, hail, H-A-I-L, yes, it's going to work. <laughs> you can use it a word. It rained right. down 
upon the head of the defending national champions. Is the air raid going to work? Boy, howdy, is it going to work? Because I'm here to tell you, it's not the LSU national champion defense of a year ago even. They, They were missing Stingley. There's a whole lot of caveats you can throw in there, but there were still a whole lot of four- and five-star talent on that field in Baton Rouge on Saturday. And Mike Leach and K.J. Costello and Osiris Mitchell and Kylan Hill and Javante Payton, and we can just keep on going right down the list. Beat the brakes off of them, man, offensively. Uh, There were some mistakes. Wasn't completely clean. Some, uh, you know, some scary moments. And look, I I will take full ownership Fred Harley, if you're listening, this is for you, buddy. Oh, yeah. I didn't think they'd do it. No, I didn't no. think they'd go down to Baton Rouge and win. No. I, I, I thought they'd put up a good fight, and in the end, the depth would catch up with them, and LSU would win the game. That's what I thought. I was wrong. Yeah. Because that Mike Leach air raid, well, it was twofold, and I know we'll talk about both of them, I'm sure. That Mike Leach air raid is for real. Does it work? Barrett Sally or whoever else wants to talk about it? Yeah, it works. And, uh, well, as I said, we'll get into it, too. Is that Garnett? That works, too. Yeah. Yeah. What's causing all that, though, by and large, K.J. Costello and all that whole nine it was all caused by Mike Leach saying, start from Mississippi, huh? <coughs> I'm coming. There you go. we got to cure that cough, by the way. I mean, it, he's maybe, had it forever. Maybe, that's, maybe that was giving the edge. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, a, lot, a lot of truth in that. I mean, a ton of it, yeah. And and definitely, if you told me the score was 44-34, I'd be like, wow, State made a really respectable showing of it. That's what I would have said on Friday, na- Friday afternoon or even five minutes before kickoff. Uh, did not think State was going to win just because, just because, like you said, the depth. I thought LSU, you know, would, would take over it later in the game, but they didn't, and that's a credit to Mike Leach and a lot of credit to Zach Arnett. And uh, yeah, we'll get into that right about now because my friends, the wait is over. I, I never thought when I started doing this that we would ever have uh, such a, a fan, a cult following for it. But thanks to Welcome Home Beef. Where one thing is true is their beef is delicious. It's the best beef in town. Call it 662-268-8148 and get yourself some of it today. You deserve a steak today, my friends. Call them and get that taken care of. Because you know what? It just tastes good. It does. My friends, these are the things that are true. Oh, a chill went up my spine. Goosebumps. It's that time again. We made it. I have 14 things that are true for us to uh, peruse and, and discuss and things of that nature. Again, brought to you by our good friends at Welcome Home Beef. I'm excited. Here we go. Number one, <laughs> it is a new day, a new era, a new way of life. Whatever you want to say, however you want to say it, whatever term makes you feel happiest, that is that time at Mississippi State. Everything you knew about Mississippi State yesterday is gone. It is a total... Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be forever. I don't think Mississippi State, 20 years from now, maybe they won't be doing this. But for the next 8 to 10 years, this is what it's going to be like at Mississippi State. So everything you saw today, it's not, he's not going to throw for 600 yards every game. But the way you saw things happen and the attitude that State played with on both sides of the ball... That is the Mike Leach way. And now you have it at Mississippi State. And I think there, there was a point in time during the game where some people were growing some, a little bit frustrated, it seemed, frustrated. with the Mike Leach way. Yeah. You know, 
where's the running game? Run out the clock or, you know, that ain't the Mike Leach way. He's going to do things his way, and he's going he's gonna to do it whether anybody else likes it or not. That's how he does it. And you just got to gotta ride the highs and survive the lows. And, man, it started out on a high, didn't it? <laughs> so yeah, it did. I think right now uh, you, you might want to just give Mike Leach the benefit of the doubt. Is yeah. it going to be like this for eight to ten years? No. That may be well, – We'll Maybe. see, but yeah. it's going to be like this for as long as Mike Leach decides he wants to be the head coach at Starkville, I, I think, agree. in Starkville. Right. We got a lot to talk about on this offense, a lot. But number two for me is the defense was way, way, way better than I thought it would be. Zach Arnett, that guy can coach, all right? He had a scheme that had LSU completely befuddled today. He got a lot of big plays out of players that you would not have expected. A guy like Sean Preston was your leading tackler today. Uh, I mean, he, he got J- Jaden Crumity, a guy that we thought, you know, wow, he's going to start over Pickering? I thought he was a force in the middle. Errol Thompson was solid as always. Tyrus Wheat and Jordan Davis – those are big time players. We talked Impact about guys. We talked about could they be? You know, why aren't we talking about them the way we talked about Montez sweating? No, they could be those kind of guys. I yeah. mean, it's just one game, but they played really, really well. A guy like Marcus Murphy, you didn't even see him today. I mean, if I just if I told you like we're not going to see much of Marcus Murphy, I don't think you would have thought you would have given a lot of chances. And yeah, they gave up you know 27, 28 points because you know there was a pick six in there, and they gave up a bunch of yards, but they sacked. I mean, I'll take giving up some yards for seven sacks, you know, and two and what two turnovers. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it. So that defense was, uh, I mean, I knew the offense was going to be better. I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was, but I knew it was going to be better. I had no inkling that the defense could play like that. No. And LSU's a good offensive team. I know Brennan's not great. All right, he's not he's not Joe Brady. I'm sorry, Joe Joe Burrow. You know. He's not better than KJ Costello, which is what somebody said <laughs> who might be related to me. But that's a good offense. They got talent. And state contained them for the yeah. most part. Yeah. A couple of big plays, but that's about it. Yeah, LSU scores 34 points. And like you said, some of that big player too, seven of it was on a pick six. Yeah. Uh the defense held them out of the end zone a couple times, limited yeah. them to field goals. Yeah. Um you started going through the secondary. Ironically enough, you know Emerson got hurt and missed, gets gets hurt, out, yeah. misses misses time. Didn't hear much out of him. Didn't hear much out of Marcus Murphy. Like you said, Fred Peters kind of got got burned a couple times. Or yeah. got got beat a couple times on a burnt the right. Couple, I thought there were a couple and, of coverage busts. I don't know as so much it was Fred Peters getting burnt as yeah. the safeties weren't there to give him some help. But where I'm going with that is, I mean Peters, Murphy, Emerson. That's the three guys that we said, you know, you can count on. Yeah, and yet. Who do you get making plays? You get Sean Preston. You get Forbes with a pick. Uh, Furge with a pick. Yeah. I mean, if those guys aren't questions. State and- had three players with double-digit tackles today. Now, Errol Thompson, you'd expect. Yep. The other two were Sean Preston and Aaron Brule. Brule was everywhere today. Everywhere. He played really, really well. Um, and then you had Zach Arnett just running up and down the sidelines, coaching like a madman. I mean, coaching his butt off. No question. That guy is a really, really good defensive coordinator. I mean, I, I can tell just from game one because I had no inkling that State could do anything like they did today. Nothing like it. Yeah, that, that's something to remember here, guys. For all the questions and things that we have, it's still young, experience, inexperienced guys and, mm-hmm. and, and, and things. Imagine if he, 
if if this recruiting cycle over the next couple of years, if he can put a few more well, I mean, studs in there. They're, 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 right now, there's no question that Mississippi State will have better players on both sides of the ball than Mike Leach has ever had. Ever. And he's won 60-something percent of his games. There's just no question. I mean, I feel like it's – I don't I don't want to have too much hyperbole here. I don't want to start thinking, oh, they're going to national title. I don't, I don't want to get into all that. But I am just saying, from a recruiting perspective, State is just going to recruit better year in, year out than you do at Texas Tech and Washington State. You just are. So, something to, to consider there. Zach Arnett deserves a ton of credit. Yep. T- ton of credit. Number three, I tweeted this out, but I want to get your thoughts on it. Imagine that I told you the Mississippi State and, and LSU were going to play in 2020. And you don't know, don't know about Mike Leach. But I just told you they're going to play in 2020. And State's going to have 16 carries for nine yards total in the game. What's the score prediction? Fifty-nine, nothing. Yeah, that's I mean I, something I like that. Nothing, LSU. That's what the, the, the that's what the rushing stats were today. Sixteen carries for nine yards. Now there's a sack yardage in there, obviously. I think if you look at actual rushes, it was uh, eight carries for forty-two yards. Even then, if I told you it was eight carries for forty-two yards, yeah, it's forty-two, forty-two nothing. to three. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Instead, State won. That of all the stats, and there's there's some mind bending stuff we're going to talk about in the next few minutes. But that's the one that blows my mind the most. 16 carries for 9 yards, and you won by 10. In Baton Rouge. And probably should have won by 20. We turned the ball over four times. That's an insane... <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, Joel. We try. It goes back to what you said a while ago. New yeah. day. I mean, it's, it's beyond a new day. It's, 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 it's an alternate universe. It really is. It's like you woke up and up is down. I mean, no, no team in America goes into the game thinking, okay, 16 carries for nine yards, we're good. I mean, Mississippi State is probably dead last in the country right now in uh, rushing yards per game. Now, they're going to be number one in passing yards per game, so it's a nice balance, but <laughs> Mike Lee talks about balance, right? I mean, if I, if I, and what do I, I've said it and he said it, yards are yards, right? Yep. If I told you you're going to get 632 yards of offense on LSU, do you really care how you got them? If you do, I don't know why uh, you do. I don't know why you do. 16 carries for nine yards and they won by 10. That's ins- that is an absolutely insane statistic. Number four, I don't know. Maybe Joe Brady was part of LSU's success. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of like good coaches matter, doesn't it? The biggest joke of the offseason was that. The whole idea, well, he left the system. He left the system. Like, is there a binder that says the system? Yeah. And Scott Linehan and Steve Evans are going, oh, I know what to do. He was, oh, he was just a passing game coordinator. Well, holy crap, what was their offense last year? It was passing. Yeah. Oh, he was just calling plays in the red zone. Was he really? Then why was it so different from 2018 to 2019? Guys, Joe Brady is a great coach. There's a reason he's in the NFL as an offensive coordinator at age, what, 31? You don't see that very often. Yeah, I'll give you an example. Take Mike Leach out today and let somebody else coach and run the air raid. But, but, you know, we have the playbook. We have the system. But let somebody else call the plays. Guys. kind of matters who's the guy. And look, obviously, Burrow to Brennan is a step down. It just is. But Brady to Scott Linehan is a bigger step down, in my opinion. And I, I try to tell LSU fans this all offseason. I mean, there's just no way you can convince me that Joe Brady was just 
some guy who sat next to Steve Emsminger and said, good, good call, coach. Which is what LSU fans, by and large, tried to portray him as. He's given him some suggestions in the red zone. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, don't, don't insult my intelligence. Jeez Louise. Number five, you could tell CBS was not prepared for Mississippi State to be in this football game. <laughs> they didn't have any highlights. I mean, I, what are they going to do, obviously? You know, Schrader's not really playing. You know, but even like Kylan Hill stuff, Gary Danielson referred to Kylan Hill by three different names in this game. He was Kalen Hill, he was KJ Harris, and he was Kylan Harris. Well, you, Gary Danielson was also ready to play Perry Mason and try and figure out about Aaron, Aaron Brulee's injury. injury. I, I love it. He was like, they may take that bike back to Starkville because LSU just provides a bike. <laughs> There's just a bike sitting there when you get there. Hey, you can use that bike. In this coronavirus-infected world, just take our exercise bike and sweat all over it. That's State's bike, you idiot! <laughs> How do these people get jobs? You know, I mean, they had no clue what was going on with Mississippi State. They just made it work as they were going. Well, I mean, this is a Mississippi State team that... In none of my predict, in none of my viewing of mm-hmm. different outlets predictions and stuff, I mean they're fifth or lower in all of them. Yeah, that was a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. What, seeing what? those guys, maybe the next time we see them, uh, they'll they'll be a little bit more prepared because state's going to be on CBS again. That's too much rating potential to, to let go. Let's get back to MSU stuff. Idiots. Take the bike with Take them. The bike back to. Uh, like, are you kidding me? They're going to take the bike back it's to It's their Starbucks. bike! <laughs> it's like Debo out there. My bike now. Number six. Up 10 to tied to back up 10 is something you haven't seen from MSU in a long time. Every MSU fan on the planet. And I don't... Fred? Fred? I love you. I love you. But you know full well when he turned it over twice in a row and they tied that game up, you know you were thinking bad thoughts. <laughs> Don't come at me and tell me you weren't thinking some bad thoughts there, Fred. I know what you I know you. You had at least a moment of, of crap in there. <laughs> but that's that is the difference in this year to last year and a lot of other years. When when it was they were up ten and then they had turned it back up. I mean they have two bad turnovers. Costello throws a, a bad pick and then throws fumbles the football and all of a sudden it's tied and that's that happened in less than two minutes. Everybody's thinking, okay, you know, the, the luck's finally run out. And instead, all state does is put their head down and continue to bombard LSU, and they go back up 10. Yeah. That is something I haven't seen from Mississippi State. I mean, even under Mullen, can you remember a situation where they lost a fourth quarter lead and got it back? I, I don't. That's you know, a I, double digit lead? When they were number one in the country, that Arkansas game that was just tied though. When, when it yeah, tied, it was tied late, the and whole then they, game. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, and it's a credit. I, look, you can credit a lot of guys, but I credit two in particular: Mike Leach and KJ Costello. Yeah, that's the two main ones. That and, I, and Mike talked about that in the uh, post game, where he said basically he just shook, that Costello just shook off those turnovers. Said like, he handled as well as anybody's like, ever seen. Yeah, so like it didn't happen almost. So. That's having senior leadership, a guy who's seen it all before. Well, I mean, we've seen that in in media sessions with him. He is a different kid. Like in different, different by different, I mean incredibly mature and we impressive. We are talking about a kid who's not, he's not a kid. He's twenty three, which so he, that says something there too. I mean, he's, he's a grown man who graduated from Stanford. All right, they don't just give those degrees out at the gumball shop. 
All right? <laughs> you got to earn a degree from Stanford. Even the football players aren't just, you know, taking basket weaving and kicking butt. You know, it's you got to you got to be pretty smart to get that piece of paper. And he is. He is. Mature. And then, but then he 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 on top of that, he's got a, a good arm and he he's got he looked like he had total command of this offense. Total command. Let's let's go ahead and go to number 7, which is KJ Costello. That is a thing that is true. He threw for 632 yards today, Joel. Joel, he threw for 632 yards. Okay? Here's your thing that's true. Mm-hmm. You're talking to a Heisman voter. After week one, he's in the he's discussion. He's number one. It's not really week one, but still. Yeah, I mean, he's in the discussion. He's going to New York at this rate to keep this up. He could let's Look, they're playing Arkansas next week. And I think Arkansas played a lot better today, obviously. They covered. They were in that game. But if he throws for 400 yards, he's going to be sitting on 1,000 yards after two games. By the way, I talked to uh, Chris Bolton from WCBI. Some of y'all were giving him a little uh, little what for because he said he thought KJ would be over 4,000 yards. He says KJ 5,000 yards now. <laughs> he's up the ante. And how are you going to hate him because he just, against one of the league's you know, better, you teams, think better teams. 632 yards. I mean, Dak Prescott's single-season record is gone. That's going to happen. It's. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna be passed for well over four thousand yards this year. Well over. He'll be, he'll he'll get close. I mean, right now, right now, if I said he averaged four hundred fifty yards the rest of the way, well, that's uh, thirty six. I can't do the math. It's, it's it's a lot of yards. He's well over four thousand at that point. Well over. So yeah, KJ Costello. I, you said this, and I'm gonna, people might get mad at you, but I'm gonna. You're right. There, were, Dak could make some of those throws now. Yep, but his senior year at college, Dak couldn't make all those throws. Could not. That was an incredible. Now he had gotten better by fifteen, and he could have made some of them. He could have made some of them, but not all of them. Not all of them. The throw, the throw to Osiris Mitchell for the touchdown, and the long completion for where he got the first down. Where Osiris sort of caught it. Yeah, you know, brought it in one handed. Oh, he dro- he was dropping dimes today, man. And there was one Peyton to Peyton that, that yeah. he dropped that he, he should have had. I yeah, mean, he, he was right had. in the bread basket. Jaden Wally had one that he dropped. I mean, the, State only had, I think, if I count it right, three drops today. Which is and two of them were well defended. And if passes. you throw the ball sixty times, you're going to have some drops. Yeah, you just are. By the way, uh, attempts, completions, yards, all new school records, and the touchdowns is a ties the school record with a a number of quarterbacks <laughs> with Keaton Thompson among well, many others. They said that was the last time. Yes. Yeah, that was it's the last. Been, time. It's been quite a few, but in one game, three of the big four records belong to K- KJ Costello by himself. That is an insane, unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Number eight. Speaking of unbelievable. Ooh, Kylan Hill tried to tell us. He tried to tell us in this offense. You know, he tweeted, he's like, I'm perfect for this offense. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. Shout out to the guy who, with two minutes to go in the second quarter, tweeted, he's like, he doesn't have enough yards. He finished with, uh, I mean, I got this, every time I look at the stat sheet, by the way, it just gets more absurd. <laughs> he finished with a 192 yards of total offense on 15 touches and a touchdown including the 75-yard pass that really sort of helped. I mean, LSU had just grabbed the lead for, the, I think, the first time. Or I guess they were up 7 to nothing, But they, they had grabbed the lead, and it looked like maybe the momentum was swinging their way. And then one play, and Kylan Hill's in the end zone. He looks like he's slimmed down. He looks faster. He's running angry. If they can keep getting him in space like that, that's a problem. That's going to be a problem for everybody on the schedule. Everybody on the schedule. Uh, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> it was funny, man. 
I mean, we we even had what former players tweeting to the to the effect of, you know, you got to feed Kylan, you know, you got to run the ball. Who cares? Again, I'm going back in circles a little bit here. Who cares? You got Kylan Hill here, two amounting two hundred total yards almost. Yeah. You know, on pace for about two thousand this year. Yeah. I mean, who cares how he gets them? And yards he, are yards. Athlete, man, Kylan Hill, just a beast. Yeah, absolute beast. Incredible. Uh, number nine, literally, literally every passing and receiving record MSU has will fall within the next two seasons. You take a look at the MSU record book now, and it's got all these different years: nineteen sixty-eight, nineteen eighty-five, whatever, whatever, whatever it has. Two years from now, it'll all be twenty twenty and twenty twenty-one. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, career passing won't be unless won't it? Like, I guess. I guess because KJ unless KJ, KJ decides, decides, hey, I, I want to come back and do it again. I really like Starkville. Yeah. Uh, right, by the way, right now KJ Costello in a mock draft is probably like the third pick. <laughs> He's behind Trevor Lawrence and maybe somebody else, maybe a defensive player. I don't know. And then whoever the next team that needs a quarterback is, is taking K.J. Costello. I mean, look at some of those throws he made today. You know, if it, Dolphins, of course, aren't going to take him because they got two of But, you know, if my team was to decide, I'll take a shot on K.J. Costello. It wouldn't be the worst decision in the world based no. on what he did today. Um, but, yeah, the, those records, I mean, we look at that record book in two, three years. I mean, it's just going to be leech air, leech air, leech air. Yeah, it's, yeah, just, I mean, it's to- totally different. It's, it's, it's incredible. How quickly, and then yeah, within by twenty twenty three, the pat the career passing record will belong to a leech quarterback, assuming that Will Rogers just takes the job and, and it's his or whoever. Yeah, so, you know, all you're all you're going to need is basically three years, and you're going to be the, the all time leading passer at Mississippi State. You have a lot of days like today. You may only need a couple. Right. A couple of negatives. We'll, we'll talk about those in number ten on the O line. Uh, Col- Col- Cole Smith needs to to figure that out. Now you had some problems like that. It seems like you've had these problems the last couple times you've started a new center. Elton Jenkins, remember in his first game in 2017, had some 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 snap issues. Last year, Daryl Williams in the first game had some snap issues. Cole Smith had some snap issues today. Well, I I will assume through three different offensive line coaches. I assume that'll get cleaned up. I thought Dollar Bill had some issues out there on the on the edge, uh, and had, you know that's something where help's not coming. They're not going to leave a tight end to chip. You're gonna have you're gonna have to figure that out, but. He also had some big plays. Uh, there was a tunnel screen they ran where he took out a couple of guys. Uh, he had a couple of, of good protections where he got his guy out and then slid down and got the next guy. So he played well, but he did have a couple of breakdowns. And then Costello himself, I mean, four turnovers. you got, you got to clean that up. Yeah. You know, I thought that the, uh, the pick six, he was just trying to force the ball in there. I didn't have a huge problem with it. I thought the second interception was bad because they were up at that point. I think they were up 10. And... You're throwing to a guy who's blank. I mean, Peyton was blanketed by Elias Ricks. You you weren't getting that ball in there. I understand that's not even a 50-50 ball. You know, you're throwing the ball up to a smaller receiver against a bigger corner. You know, th- there had to be a better option there. Yeah. But I beyond mean, that, I mean, there's not I'm really nitpicking today when I when I find MSU's negatives. And and in a after the non-spring new coaching staff, I mean, if you went into today not expecting some speed bumps, God bless you. Because given what all that you know, everybody's had to kind of deal with, there were going to be some gaffes. Yeah. And I mean, crap. Even if everybody, everything had been normal, you were liable to have some gaffes down in Baton Rouge against those guys and pressure and everything else. So, 
is what it is. It's it's overcoming the gap. I know we talked about this a minute ago, but the ability for these guys to have those moments, have two turnovers in a one-minute span and see that lead go from 10 to tied and, and to fight back and overcome all the, the mistakes that you talk about and just keep trucking. You want to talk about whether it's mentality, performance, whatever, just an all-around incredible day for the Bulldogs. It really was something uh, to, to watch. So, uh, Number 11, I wonder if Fabian Lovett and Jerry and Jones are enjoying themselves. <laughs> Last I looked, that game was was delayed. Let's see if it's picked back up yet. Um, no, it's a final. Yeah, it's a final. Miami 52, Florida State 10. Oh, my gosh. Florida State, credit to my friend Michael Borky. This was a funny tweet, I thought. He said, there are some schools that you say, man, college football is just better when they're good. Florida State is the opposite. They suck and that rules. I agree. I have never been a big Florida State guy. Um, yeah. And, I mean, they'd be playing. Don't let Jackson State's head coach hear you say that. Coach Prime, I know. I know. <laughs> nah, but just, just, just not smart, guys. Just not smart. And I understand. I understand that you know. I understand when guys transfer for the most part. Like you know, you feel like it's a bad opportunity. You're just not happy. What I get that, but those guys got some bad advice. We'll just leave it at that. By people outside of this program, they're still in the state, but outside of this program, they got the bad advice. How did that work? Saw where a, a, a certain uh, former receiver for another school in the state, also now known as a uh, he's known as a trainer or some some sort, had something to say that he wanted to commit to Mike Leach. Ah, uh-uh! you stay where you are. Not interested. Number twelve, my outlook for the season just just flipped. Right now, I would say they're probably going to go eight and two. I think they'll lose to Alabama, and then I mean. There might be one game where defensively they can't keep up. I mean, the the honest take here is after what you saw today. Not just from State. Around the conference. Yes. Literally, you have at least a puncher's chance in every one of them. Yeah. Including Alabama. I, yeah. I don't, they're not going to beat Alabama if I had to guess. Right. If I had to call it. But you got a great chance now. But you at least have a puncher's. You can go into for, that game. You throw for 600 yards, you'll beat them. Yeah. Yeah. And who would have thought they would have done against LSU? You go into that game at least within your mind thinking, I mean, yeah, they're probably better than us, but you got a shot. Yeah. I mean, whereas before today, I, L. Now, who knows? I mean, I said four and six to start the season. I think you said five and five. I'm at least an eight, a seven and three, eight and two now. At the very least. That, that's the floor to me now based on what I saw today. Because And it's not because of the offense. What I saw from the defense – Makes me believe this team can be really good. What do we say? They just got to be the defense. Just got to be decent. They're decent. It's gonna be enough. Yeah. I mean, right now, I mean, from what I saw from Kentucky, I'm not impressed. A and M struggled with Vanderbilt. They got to come to Starkville. Auburn struggled today. Georgia struggled with Georgia Arkansas. Struggled. I mean, we, only one team offensively looked really good today, and that's state. Alabama looked okay. Florida. Florida. Okay, Florida. Yeah, but state doesn't play. Who you Florida. don't play. So. That Ole Miss secondary didn't look all uh, that Ole great. Miss secondary, oh, the Egg Bowl, the Egg Bowl might take six and a half hours. By the way, they need yeah. to play that game at eleven a.m. Yeah, I mean, so we can get home by maybe ten, seventy-five, sixty, or something. I mean, like it, that. It, it legitimately, like, there might be more foot. points. In well, the I egg say bowl. that State's defense looked pretty good. So. There might be more points in the Egg Bowl than there are in the first game between uh, Howland and Kermit Davis's <laughs> teams this year. 
Number th- number thirteen. The last two of these are the most to me are the most uh, the biggest ones. Number thirteen. <sighs> Special teams were so much better. First off, shout out to Brandon Ruiz. I think a lot of MSG fans have been like, "Wow, he beat out Jace Crispin." I don't know about that. He looked really solid. Yeah, he didn't just and hit field every goals one of his right kicks was the in the damned end zone. LSU did not return a kick today. Tucker Day, when he punted, and he didn't punt very often, but he did. He was he was okay. I, State didn't. You know, all of LSU's kicks went in the end zone, but I think State had an opportunity to return one and just fair caught yeah. it and just. Take Austin Williams. He had a couple of, of a couple of situations where he you know fair catches inside the fair 10. catches inside the ten. But you know what? He caught the ball. Yeah, and that's why he, it's obvious. That's why he's there. And there was one. There was a delay a game when Tucker was about to punt on, yeah. on one of them. Yeah, like, but but I mean, by and large, again, we're picking nits. There wasn't a bust. There wasn't anything that killed you. So the special teams, Matt Brock. You can have some coffee. You can have some coffee. Number fourteen. Been a long time since a special teams coach at Mississippi State enjoyed a nice hot cup of coffee. Set him up. Go somebody go brew him with one forward. When we talked all summer about things looking different, Joel, this was beyond even what I expected. Now when we started talking about these crazy stats. I started talking about the first weekend. Yeah. And we did all we did about five or six shows where we were just like, look at these stats and try to and you know and I finally I think I finally came up with an analogy that works for me anyway. So here's what I'm saying. They hired Leach, I think, on January the, the 9th. I think that's right. Okay. So what if I told you on January 9th, hey, look, when you wake up on the morning of September 26th, your wife is going to look totally different. Totally different. She's going to look like a different person. And then I told you every day from January 9th through September 26th, <laughs> hey, man, don't forget, on September 26th, your wife's going to look totally different. Eventually, you'd be like, okay, I get it. I get it. It's going to look totally different. I get it. I get it. But when you woke up on September the 26th and rolled over and your wife did not look like your wife anymore, that's going to mess with your brain. (laughs) That's what happened today. I've told myself since January the 9th, this is going to look totally different. I've told myself. I've watched Washington State games. I've watched some film. I've listened to Leach. I've done all the research on the stats. I did everything I could. But I woke up today, and I rolled over, and I watched Mississippi State football, and my brain is not accepting what I saw. I saw Mississippi State throw for 632 yards. I saw Javante Payton, who caught all of nine passes last year, catch six today for a buck 22. I saw Osiris Mitchell, who had drops all year long, catch seven balls for 183 and two touchdowns. I saw Kylan Hill, who I think caught... 10 passes last year? I think it was 18, but still. He had 8 for 158. Austin Williams had 11 catches last year. He had 7 today. I mean, Malik Heath only had one catch for one yard. I think you may be right, by the way. I just thought, I think it may be 18 the last two years, maybe, for Kylan or something. But, yeah, it's... I mean, State threw 60 passes today. Kylan Hill only ran the ball seven times. They They put up six... 123 yards through the air. Joel, my bro- I'm still I still can't my body will not accept it. You you've seen the Matrix where they talk about how like the first program the, the the body wouldn't accept it and they had to start over. Yeah. That's where I am right now. Like I feel like I'm in the there's a glitch in the Matrix. I don't I, what did I see? I mean watching that game today was like watch it was not like I was watching Mississippi State. The only thing that was the same was the uniform. And I don't know how many games it's going to take me to get used to it. Maybe by the time we get to like Alabama, 
I'll be like, all right, this is what it is. I'll tell you what it is. It's surreal. It's surreal Maybe to see. Maybe seeing it next week live, being in the stadium, might might help me out a little bit. Yeah, it's surreal to see Mike Leach wearing maroon and white yeah. on the Mississippi State sideline. That's surreal. And then to see, like you said, man, our whole life. I mean, what's always been the hashtag? Always run, never pass. All that mess. I mean, and then to see that. Yeah. I almost, I'm kind of like you. I need to see it again to start like registering in my brain. This is the reality now. Yeah. But yeah, that your analogy is perfect. You know, you wake up doesn't matter for nine months. You yeah. told me every There's day. There's no way to, to brace yourself. You turn over and you look at Mississippi State after nine months of hearing it's going to be different, and mm-hmm. there she is. Oh, by the way, your wife. The way she, I mean, I, I'm, you're, I'm sure you think your wife is a beautiful woman. She is a beautiful woman. But imagine if you rolled over and, and you know Margot Robbie was there. <laughs> Emma Stone, Jennifer Aniston, for whatever age group you want, I don't know. I mean, like you got you got upgraded. That's what just happened. You got upgraded big. I need to, next week seeing it live is going to be something to behold too. I mean, I said I remember saying this like I can't wait for this first game when they throw the ball sixty times. I can't wait to see. I saw it. I know sometimes I don't. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not buying it yet. It's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. And and this isn't something that. Other teams, oh, we're gonna they're gonna get film on you, and it, he's you been got doing, film. He's been doing it for eighteen years, guys. That mesh they're, route, they're, they they're, ran that play twenty times. What was? Let's talk about some of the other crazy stats real quick. You had, we had twenty plays of twenty yards or more. Yeah. Oh no, wait, no, I think it was sixteen plays of twenty yards. Sixteen or more. plays of twenty yards or more. State was nine of eleven or on on third down today. Nine of eleven on third down. Or something like that. Or 7 of 11. 7 of 11. So, that's still good. That's still good. I mean, uh, KJ Costello had, what we say it was, 12 completions of 20 or more yards. I'm, I'm now heading to a uh, great website. You guys should try it out. Uh, cowbellcorner.com. A lot of you are, are already there from what I've been told. That's been a good day. Uh, business, it was something like, business is good. So State had 12 or more completions, Costello did, of 20 or more yards. LSU only gave up 50 of those plays last season in 15 games. <laughs> So they gave up an average of, you know, three and a half a game, and State got 12 today. Today yes. they got 12. Second time in history that three receivers more than 100 yards. Uh, First time for more than – for two with two of them with more than 150, I believe, correct? Uh, let's see. I saw that on the CBS broadcast. So Let's see. Yeah, because the, the other time – the only other time – was the Orange Bowl. Joe Morrow had 117. Deronia yeah. had 105. Fred Ross had 102. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's just insanity. Insanity. The, I can't wait to see the stat book at the end of the season. It's going to look like somebody played NCAA football on freshmen. <laughs> These numbers are going to be crazy. I can't I can't wait. MSU's defense forced punts on LSU's first four drives of the game. Out of all this, That's that, the cra- that may be the craziest one of them all. The, the, I'm telling you right now that as impressive as the offense was, the defense is why State won the game. But, yeah, because what have we sat here and said over the course of the last few weeks was that despite all the questions that you might kind of have about can the receivers put up the we, – we had came to the conclusion that we felt pretty confident that the offense was going to be okay. Yeah. We – I, I'll take the brunt. You can. I kind of thought the defense might stink. Yeah, like not be, but not well, I mean, be kind of bad. Like I kind of thought they might stink. Like, I thought State scoring forty four points might not be enough. And, and I just didn't. I didn't know. Yeah, and and 
they 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 played really really well, really well. I want to see another week of it, and you get a good chance with Arkansas to build up some confidence because they're not very good offensively. We'll see. Speaking of not very good, let's talk about something important. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. All right, I feel like I'm nitpicking again. Uh, we'll go back to the, the the three negatives I said. I said we'll go with Cole Smith. Got to fix the snap because that's the most important. I mean, that's where everything starts, right? <laughs> that's got to be on target. That that relationship needs to get a little bit better. Uh, you know, it it directly resulted in a turnover. So Cole Smith, no coffee for you. But I feel like you can easily get it back in there. Uh, in the SEC, I know a lot of you are hoping I'm going to go with Ole Miss today, but I'm not. I mean, that game sort of played out the way I thought it would. Um, Kentucky. Just poor. That, that Auburn team is not very good. I'm going to stick with that as long as I can. Um, but, you know, and I know they got screwed by the officials. The officials don't ever deserve coffee. People are people tweeting me like, no coffee for the officials. The officials never get coffee. They're banned from the coffee shop. If I see anybody come in in a striped shirt, turn around. Coffee's for closers. But Kentucky, they faked a punt on their own 15. They just weren't good. They weren't good. Uh, Kentucky gets no coffee today. Then nationally, Florida State could easily be there, but I, th- I think Florida State might need to be banned from the shop too. What about Oklahoma blowing a twenty-one nothing lead to Kansas State, and now they lost the Big Twelve? I mean, Big Twelve is a train wreck. You got Oklahoma losing to Kansas State, who lost to Arkansas State. Texas has to come back. They're down fifteen in the final two minutes to get a win over Texas Tech, a team that beat Houston Baptist by two. I mean. I don't take the Big Twelve seriously. I just don't. I don't. I don't. They're, 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 they don't belong in the playoff. The playoff this year should be Alabama, Florida, uh, Ohio State, and Mississippi State. I don't know. We'll see. A one-loss Mississippi State team. They lose to Alabama. Alabama goes undefeated. They get in. They would get in this year. It wouldn't be like 2014. No coffee for the Oklahoma Sooners, though. That's that's embarrassing to lose like that. Alrighty then. Joel and I are going to take a nice Sunday off, and I guess a Monday off, although we will have some work to do. Of course, don't miss Sports Talk Mississippi, 3 p.m. on your FM dial, or 3 p.m. on any FM dial, Super Talk Mississippi here across the state. Uh, please be sure to check all of our content out at supertalk.fm and, of course, at cowbellcorner.com. You forgot a thing that's true. I did. Brian Haydad's boudin balls. Oh, were they good? <laughs> They're pretty good and freaking tasty. And the food was good today. And the pasta too. It was good. We we ate good today. So, all right, guys, have a great Saturday night. Have a great Sunday. Back with so have a great Monday. Back with you on Tuesday for Joel T. Coleman. Woo! I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.